Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and share this podcast with all your friends. If you'd like to be on the podcast, please reach out. There's still some big topics I'd like to discuss, and I'm always looking for open-minded people who are willing to have these conversations. This is the Vibe Chat Podcast, Episode 2, with me and Melvin Diaz. This episode is called, The Future Started Yesterday. Already, Melvin. Once again, yep. I'm welcome back. back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, just a second ago, you were talking about Elon Musk and the um, the podcast he did with Joe Rogan. Yes. Okay. What was your takeaway from that? Man, the, just the vast, I guess, advancement in Tesla cars like was the big thing for me. Uh, he did talk about like SpaceX and everything like that and his rockets and stuff, but the technology he was definitely talking about in Tesla was just mind blowing. Like. From airbags to the the fact that you don't really have to wear a seatbelt in his cars. Right. Um, what I think it was the Model X? Is that the SUV? Yes. The Model yeah. X the SUV, fact yeah. that it doesn't roll over, like it yeah. just flips. Have right you back. seen the video of them yep. trying to roll it over? Yes. And he's like, "No, we literally cannot <laughs> get it to roll over. Like it just flips right back." Which is a good thing. Yeah, it is a it very, is a very good, good. It thing. is a good thing. It's just crazy. The even to the little goofy things that he does for like the holidays he makes the cars the fact like that, he, that he's a nerd it makes this a million times <laughs> yeah. better because it's like like the model s uh refresh so i don't know if you looked into it at all but um with this one they actually have a gaming computer built into the car oh no what <laughs> <laughs> and uh it comes with the capability for you to like hook up like a bluetooth controller like xbox <sighs> controller wow. and so you can game while you're driving yeah. i mean not well, while you're driving while it's driving while it's driving up. you <laughs> Um, plus it has a screen obviously in the front, but also a screen in the back too. So if you got kids in the back seat, they can be playing while you're driving yeah, I have somewhere. Not heard about this one yet. Yeah, so. dude. I highly recommend looking into it. But um just the level of thought that he puts into his vehicles. Um now I'm sure all manufacturers put this level of thought into every little detail in the cars. But you know, like I said a second ago, like the fact that he's a nerd makes mm-hmm. this like like his attention to detail is just insane. Yeah. Plus he puts in these cars all the things that like if I or you were to make a car and we were just like, look, we're just going to do something insane. We would do the stuff that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's got like the little like uh, fart mode in the car. Oh, yeah. Where, and when you sit down and you yeah. see it makes like, yes. which is like, who, dude, who does this? <laughs> like just all these little things that he does. And I mean, yeah, it's fun and cool. But like just talking about the technology of the car itself. um, one of the things that fascinated me the most when you hear him talk about Tesla and then you see like the reviews of the cars and how they function, he's literally slowly and surely getting people used to the idea of not driving their own cars. Yeah. And like, you know, you think about the fact that he put a gaming computer in a car, you're like, why would that ever make sense? And he basically said it. He's explaining, he said, we're moving into a future where cars will basically be driving themselves. So when you're traveling and you're in a vehicle, and you're not like you're not driving the car, so that's time that you could be using to be entertained yep. or to be productive. And so now, the idea is that cars are no longer just going to be forms of transportation; they're also going to be centers for entertainment yeah, and productivity. Crazy. And it's just like, yo, I never would have thought about that. Yeah, for real. Like it's like sitting in the back of a taxi with a laptop, and said, now you're in the driver's seat, and the car's driving itself, yeah, yeah. and you could just do whatever. So yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, it's wild, man. But um. But yeah, dude, I'm like super, super stoked um, with like for Tesla, uh, the Model S, the new one is just insane. 
Um, I mean, plus they eked out an even quicker zero to sixty time. Yeah, that's it's like crazy. I don't even know. It's it's just ridiculous. Even his new Model Xs are going farther too, and it's kind of crazy. He's like, yeah, Dude, uh, one full battery charge, which only takes like a few minutes. Yeah, it can take you like 300, 400 miles. Which like, is, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and that's like the biggest, like the biggest drawback with electric cars everything else is perfect except for the fact that like it takes so long to charge them yeah and so i think that is like the biggest like necessary leap in technology that needs to happen for it to be like widely adopted yeah um because i mean just the convenience of pulling up to a gas station at every street corner and filling it up in a couple minutes and you've got three four hundred miles yeah in a two minute fill up. I mean, that's like, there is no charge technology that can really compete with that. Yeah, that's true. Um, not yet anyway. And I'm sure Tesla will see the day. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's going to, he's, or they're going to make that happen. But, um, but yeah, man, it's just insane. And then also with the, um, the roadster. Oh yeah. Um, so I don't know if you heard about the plans for the roadster at all. All, all of their plans are just insane. <laughs> just, just let's get that out of the way. But the roadster, he actually wants to have a SpaceX package that you can buy with the car that puts, uh cold air jets in the car <laughs> and he said it's going to do one of two things and i guess he's going to give you the option of picking either it's literally going to be like thrusters in the back of the car so you just press a button and it's just shoots you forward even faster than it already goes <laughs> or he wants it to be able to hover hover a couple of meters off the ground oh man sir and flying cars are coming like <laughs> they're finally coming and so i don't even think like i think for him when he was explaining it he's saying that there's no real like functionality out of it it's just a cool thing to have yeah, a car just, like hey look my because, car can yeah. float in the air what can yours do um but just dude elon musk like what are you well we know what you're smoking but <laughs> <laughs> but like dude like what Man, like, like i said even even down to the airbags when he was explaining how like the car measures your weight your weight distribution where you're sitting right. in the seat like, like how fast you're going and that puts in every detail into like if you get hit like you're you're gonna be safe like right you guarantee safety like 100 percent in it and it's just mind-blowing it's like uh sometime last year i got front-ended oh, in a dang. 20 2012 civic yeah Yikes. i had side airbags and it helped but right. like the same time it's like th this guy's just way far in advance he was right. like y you can get hit by 18 wheeler and, and just be, like dude you can brush that yeah brush it off <laughs> it's like a couple of bruises maybe at, on top of that that's that's a, it's just so mind-blowing to me well you know like the, the safety technology i think goes a lot underrated because it's one of those things that like you don't have to notice it and you will not notice it until you absolutely need it yeah that is true so it's like yes like it would be easy for us to completely ignore the fact that like airbags are are a huge hugely important technology and they've advanced significantly since they were first introduced mm -hmm. and i mean who knows how many number of lives they've saved um but i mean yeah like the the insanity of just like they're measuring your body weight how your weight is being distributed yeah, that's all crazy. that stuff is just like takes all of that into account so that when it deploys the airbag it's making sure it's doing it in the most optimal fashion yeah, to that's... save your life and the idea that we might one day live in a future where like you could drive in a car and not need a seatbelt, yeah which is just like really hard to wrap my head around including like you said you could potentially get hit with like a 18 wheeler like a truck and just it's, uh, yeah it's okay like it i mean happened. your car may be totaled but if you're alive it's done its job yeah like, that is true and i mean cars a lot of people don't think about this but cars are designed to be destroyed in a way that saves your life yes so it's like it needs to be able to take a hit but it needs to be able to do it in a way yep. that like you know preserves your life so yeah it's actually crazy you say that because i was looking into buying a kia Okay. Um, and apparently now all their cars are designed if they get hit in the front to drop the engine from its chassis, so the engine doesn't 
because the engine won't crumple because it's right. built with too much like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, metal yeah. is too strong so it won't crumple on impact so instead it just drops it if oh, it gets in the front yep it just drops it so you get the minimum that amount makes of so much sense but also like the engineering that would be needed to make that happen it's crazy and like i mean you imagine getting hit i mean that's like literally like seconds or, or less where it, the car has oh, got to be able to do that to drop the in whole a way thing that's, dude that's insane dude. yes <laughs> um very very crazy to think about yeah man i mean just like cars in general are just you know like i said like it's just one of those things that you don't really have to think about until you have to think about it um but like the safety of vehicles overall has come a long long yeah, way. yeah it really has and um yeah i mean it's easily overlooked and you know something we definitely take for granted but I mean, the ultimate safety feature would be to just have your car drive itself and have all the cars on the road drive themselves yeah, and true. they communicate with each other. And then literally no one ever gets in an accident. Yep. If you're drunk, guess what? You can still go home yeah. in your own car. That is true. That, because you won't have to drive it. That's a huge thing. That's I literally huge. just thought about that just now. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually, I never really actually even th thought about that. Like, man, it's like. Imagine just getting into your car and going, I'm intoxicated, and it knows what to do for right. you. Like, if that's just a command for your car. I wonder if anybody's asked Elon Musk that, like, is there going to be a plan where there's, like, an intoxicated mode where yeah. you can get in your car, and you can just press a button, and it's like, you're drunk, so the car is going to do its best to get you what, home, yeah. and it's just like, or, you know, in whatever situation, maybe it'll call for help or something, like, maybe I'm, there's, like, additional features you can, that would be, honestly, that should be something that's in, like, every car. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it would say, I guess it would require, you know, the individual to activate it, but I don't, I don't know how a car would be able to detect if you yourself were intoxicated yeah, before getting true. into it. Um, but I guess, I mean, like, for example, like the, uh, Tesla's and a lot of cars nowadays come with cameras inside of the cabin, um, to like watch your face and oh, to yeah. see if your eyes are on the road, road and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and so I guess that could be something that they could like program it to pick up on cues for you just not being there yeah um either being tired or, or drunk or what have you and then the car just compensate yeah um but yeah i mean just we're like and we're not even that far away we're like 10 15 years away from this being a reality that is very true that like, is very very true it's it's advancing at such a rapid rate um i mean just the self-driving car thing itself is still just mind blowing. Yeah, whenever I see videos on that today i'm just like there's no way dude <laughs> there's absolutely no way and i mean it's like being in a car with somebody else driving sometimes can be stressful. Yes. Now this thing is driving itself. <laughs> and now the car is driving itself and you're just kind of have to relinquish control to the car and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if you know this, but like SpaceX, he kind of took, take, took the, uh, self-driving capabilities of Tesla and put it in their spaceship so that when really? they, right. So like last year when they, you know, they sent the first privately owned company yeah. to send people to space. Um, it basically flew itself the whole way. Really? <laughs> yeah. In fact, the astronauts, <laughs> when they were being interviewed, they said the hardest part about the whole thing was that um, when it went to go dock with the space station, it was actually doing it on its own and they actually kind of had to go hands off. And they would said it was just like... So it's probably stressful. Right, so because stressful. they were so used to being in control yeah. and being the ones that have to take the responsibility. Yeah, and now crazy. the thing was doing it itself and it said it was perfect. Like it was the most insane thing ever. And I'm like, dude... What they said it was the smoothest ride of any spaceship that yeah, they've had. I mean, obviously, it's just like you know. I mean, they're doing a lot of insane things, man. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's the future we live in, dude. The the fact that you know this is happening in space, one small move can just ruin everything, and it just docked itself perfectly onto the International Space Station. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my and mind. you know, it's it's funny because um, 
Uh, you can pull up videos all the time. In fact, I think they just postponed another uh, uh, rocket test because, you know, SpaceX is still doing a bunch yeah. of tests. Um, and you'll see headlines all the time like, oh, their new rocket just blew up yeah. and their own new rocket just did this and the other. And, um, you know, Elon Musk was asked about this and he was basically saying, like, that's literally the point of the test. Yep. You want everything that can possibly go wrong to go yes. wrong in the test so that we can account for it. And in fact, their tests are usually more strict as far as like um, what they're allowed to get away with versus the reality. Mm -hmm. So it's like if our spaceship is blowing up and these super slim margins of error um, and we can figure out how to solve that. And then in reality, the margin of error is actually larger then I mean, they're the level of like safety and, you know, the opportunity for things to go wrong is just like yeah. basically, you know, non-existent. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like, I mean, literally civilians in 20 years or so could just be traveling to the moon. Yep. Um, crazy. <laughs> there's like this, uh, I saw this article the other day and I, I like glazed over it briefly. I didn't really read it, but uh, there was like this Chinese billionaire who um, he bought the first seat, uh, offered to a civilian for SpaceX in a trip to the moon. And I think there's like a total of like 10 seats. Um, and so what he ended up doing was he bought his seat, but he bought all the other seats as well. And he's opening up, uh, like you can go online right now, fill out an application to be picked to be oh, on man. that. Uh, and I was seriously considering like, dude, <laughs> to be able to fly. And, and I mean, you're doing it on a SpaceX rocket. You imagine this is probably like 10 years from now. So it's not like immediately. Yeah. Um, so by that time, dude, you might not even need to know how to do anything. Yeah. You just sit in the seat. Don't it's, touch anything. Watch a movie. And, and just go to the moon. Yeah. You know, about six hours you'll be there yeah. or how, whatever, you know, whatever the time frame is. Uh, dude, that would just be insane. That that really would be. And the fact that the rockets are so advanced now, and like you said, might be like 10 years from now. Imagine what they can do in 10 years. Yeah, there, There's so much. And like you said, it could just easily just, you're going to go sit down, strap yourself in, and they're just going to say, enjoy the ride. And then <laughs> yeah. that's going to be it. Right. Like it's going to be as comfortable as just a, an airplane ride yeah. from here to New York or whatever. Yep. It's just, that's just how it's going to be. And uh, I mean, obviously that's going to open up the door for, you know, colonizing the moon or obviously everyone's big plan and elon musk's big plan is to get to mars, mars and yeah. colonize mars um and so i mean just dude like you never like as a kid growing up you see movies where it's talking about colonizing other planets or different things like like 2001 space odyssey or just like any of these other movies and you're like man that's so far in the future yeah. like 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 two three hundred years in, bro no, it's, that's it's in here. our lifetimes yeah, it's man here. <laughs> like, like i mean just the like honestly I'm, I'm picturing like what the day is going to be like when Elon Musk gets to the point and SpaceX gets to the point where they're like, okay, all right, all right, we've got our people picked out to go to Mars. We've got the space ship is ready. And today's the day we're launching everything. Yeah. And um, I mean, I would hope that that would be a moment where like everyone on literally planet earth just comes together and realizes like, yo, we like, yeah. we're doing some, something pretty incredible right now. And uh, I mean, this, that will be a, that will be a huge moment, man. I really hope that doesn't get glossed over because of any, craziness going on but yeah I, that would really suck yeah if it does like imagine you know we're, we're the moon landing was a big thing yeah we're going to mars yeah, like dude. mars is even farther i mean just the <laughs> fact and like I, anytime i look into the you know the mar or the moon landing um i mean i remember back in like second grade doing a uh a powerpoint presentation on it and everything but just like Thinking about that, that was in the 70s, dude. Yeah. And they did it with computers that have less power than your phone. That's in your yep. pocket right yep. now. Yep. Um, 
and they sent people to the moon, dude. Like that's just, I don't know how that's not insanely mind blowing. And then the fact that like, we're going to go to Mars in our lifetimes. Um, and we're going to do it with like technology. That's just like, I mean, this is literally like literally futuristic stuff. Yeah, it is. Like if you sit down at all and just think about this stuff, like I was thinking about this the other day when I was on my phone and, um, you know, it's got the, the nice screen and everything. You can literally do everything on your phone. Um, it's just like, dude, like this is the future, bro. Like, yeah kids or, or people or adult the smartest people in the 70s probably would never have imagined that we'd be using phones yeah the way that we're doing them now you know um and i mean just imagine what 20 30 years from now what new technology might pop up that we just can't even really fathom at the moment um which actually there's a couple of random things that i'll, I'll bring up that i didn't write in the document that i sent you um talking about that because uh yeah man i think we're due for like another huge like like throughout history, there have been a couple of really big technological advancements. Um, you think about like the automobile or like the telephone, the computer, yeah. things that like once they got introduced, changed basically the entire shape of humanity and how we do things. Um, and we haven't really had anything major like that in a long time. Um, I guess you could say the last real major one was like the smartphone. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think we're close to possibly something else. Yeah. Um, or could potentially be. I mean, there's just so much going on, you know, in the uh, world of technology that it would, I mean, it's hard to imagine what it could be, but I feel like it's going to be another one of those things that once it exists, you're going to be thinking about how you lived your life without it before. Yeah, it's crazy. What it's going to be, who knows, but, you know. It, even, like, if you even look like, a, like prosthetics now, like the fact that people can move them. Yeah. And not have that part of like their body anymore. Like they can lose their whole arm and then have a prosthetic hand that could still move the fingers or even do like more like i don't know if you saw the guy he's got the prosthetic where like the where his wrist would be it can actually spin on its own so, so really? when he's like uh for example unscrewing a bottle he just holds, holds it, it and, and then his hand just spins in place <laughs> and it's like it's not just prosthetics giving you know for people who might have lost a limb giving them the ability to do what they couldn't before but it's like now they're going to be able to do things that we can't yeah so now it's gonna be like dude somebody needs to chop my hand off so <laughs> it's like a, man i need a bottle i mean just imagine like what else they could add because as that technology gets better i mean yeah now they who knows what else they could fit in there yeah, there's um, just a lot there's a lot of stuff and uh i mean you brought up prosthetics on. and i'm gonna kind of jump frog to another topic but that kind of ties into that um, have you looked into Neuralink at all? I, I've heard about it okay. and I haven't really done major research on it, but the, some of the, like the implications. Yeah. I'm just all right. So, um, crazy. I'll give you a brief cause he did a, so he did a presentation last year. Another thing that kind of got glossed over. Um, he did a presentation last year, basically showing where they were as far as Neuralink goes and you know, where they were trying to get to. And, um, it was nothing like groundbreaking because all of the technology that he showed then already exists um obviously they're just doing it in a kind of a different application of it um and then their plan is still 15 20 years down the line um but the idea that basically you'll get like a little chip installed in your brain and it has the capability to not only read uh you know the electrons firing in your brain but also to write into them um and that's the big that's like the big thing it's not just being able to read it but to write into it um, because eventually they want to be able to start off with like the medical field, uh, and they'd be able to cure things like paraplegics, um, paralysis, blindness, like all yeah, these different man, things where so like crazy. anytime that you're losing a function because of something that's missing in your brain, they can compensate with that, with that chip. 
Um, and the plan is that you'll it'll eventually come with an app on your phone. It'll connect to your phone through Bluetooth, <laughs> and uh, there'll be programs that you can download into the chip. And I mean, I'm talking about like 50 years down the road yeah. uh, when they really fine tuned it. But like, it'll be like, yo, you want to learn a new language? Just download this Spanish pack and install it. And 15 minutes later, now you know Spanish. That or man. you wanna you wanna learn a new martial art? There it you is. go. <laughs> you might you might lack the physical capabilities, yeah. but at least you'll know the moves. You know what I mean? So it's like the insanity of that. Um, I mean, when he talks about it, and he's talking about like way, way, way down the line, he's even talking about like. You might be able to get to a point where you can communicate with each other and not even use words. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's just so crazy to even think about. Like and yeah, trying dude. to comprehend that like right now, it's just it's just mind blowing. Which I mean, if you think about it outside of the technology realm, like humans already kind of have that ability to kind of read other people. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's you know very primitive. It's you know, reading your facial expressions, body language. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even though you might be saying one thing and, you know, pay attention to what you're saying, what you're not saying, all those little things kind of give us a, uh, you know, a peek into what you might be thinking, um, and can, you know, really just pick up on that. But I mean, this is just like next level stuff. This is literally like mind to mind communication. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, that's, that's insane. Um, I mean, he's literally talking about like, there, there will come a future to pass where, uh, yeah, like there will be no need for language. You would just everybody just have the chips, and if you don't have the chip, that's entirely up to you. Like, yeah. there's not, there's not going to be like, you know, you're not going to be forced to get it, but also you're going to be at a huge disadvantage. Yeah. Because uh, hey, like these dudes can do all this crazy stuff that you can't. It's like I want to take a trip to Tokyo. Let me just download the Japanese pack real quick. Dude, and, you know. let me learn how to fly a plane real quick. Yep, that too. I'm just taking yep. myself. Yep. <laughs> like, just yeah. I mean, that's that's the future that we could potentially uh, see come to pass. Um, yeah, yeah, man. It's kind of crazy because I'm I'm not sure if the, if I remember him saying this exactly, but it was pretty much in the sense of like sooner or later it's going to be hard to distinguish reality from simulation, and that's just that well, that saying was just so like kind of uneasy but kind of like cool at the same time because like the whole Neuralink thing like once yeah. that happens and if it does happen and everybody's like on board with it. Who's to say what's reality anymore? Because yeah. you're just gonna have so much implanted in you and into your brain. You're just you're not gonna be able to tell. Honestly. I mean, it's like, um, uh, did you see that thing that I sent you? Like Microsoft just literally just announced a couple I, of days I ago. I didn't, but I've heard about it before. Okay. So, so um, maybe I'll play the video for you later. But it's basically like, like it's nothing crazy, but it is like, like. Yo, I remember seeing this in movies and everything is going to come to pass. So you put a, like a little headset on and it comes with the screens and um, somebody else in another place on the planet will have the same thing on. And when you put the screen on, you can see them right in front of you. <laughs> and y'all could like you could be at this table, for example, and on the table, I could have some stuff that I'm working on. And you could be in Tokyo at a table of stuff that you're working on. And we put the headsets on and now we can see each other's work and work together. Yeah, just as if we're in the same room. Augmented reality, man. And like crazy. that was like <laughs> I was looking at this and I was like, dude. And you're talking about like, um, you know, getting to a point where like simulations might become as real as reality and we just won't be able to tell the difference. Um, I mean, we're kind of seeing that now and not necessarily on the technology aspect, but like the fact that like, I mean, I really hate to bring this into it, but like when you talk about like fake news, for example, um, and the whole point is that like is getting to a point where people is really hard for people to distinguish what's real from what's not real. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, being selectively told different things and like all this stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, that might be, that might require me to like read something 
and maybe this thing that I'm reading or maybe this news you know, channel that I'm watching is not giving me the full story or maybe they're twisting some things or saying things in a certain way to make me think a certain way yeah. about something. Um, well, what if they could just be like, yo, here's this video of this guy shooting this other guy and it's all fake, but there's no way to tell the difference. Yeah. Or um, I don't know, this dude can fly and it's a video of a guy flying and it just looks like that guy's in the air. Like just the insanity of like, we're gonna live in a future where like maybe, you know, all these crazy things. I don't know if you're familiar with like the deep fakes. No. Okay. That's this is also something that's just <laughs> insane. Uh, eventually, I'm gonna get like a screen in here and I can like show you something yeah. in real time. <laughs> but and you know that's not later on in the future. But um, okay. So basically, a deep fake is like you can have a video of let's say us sitting here talking, right? And let's say that I wanted to make it seem like you said something that you didn't say. So what I could do is using deep fake technology is it's an AI program that will basically read a video and particularly the facial expressions of a person on video. And once it maps how your face moves, I could basically tell the program, make him say this. And then it'll it'll simulate your voice and it'll simulate the facial expressions in real time wow, to make crazy. you say something that you never said before. Um, and I mean, it's as insane as that they can even put other people's faces on your face and make them look I, like <laughs> as if they're actually there. I, I mean, I'm going to show you a video because it's pretty crazy. They had this guy who was a uh, Tom Cruise impersonator. He's like famous. Um, he was like one of those people you would go to like New York and like Times Square. Yeah. And he'd, like walking around pretending mm-hmm. he's somebody he's not. And, but anyway, I mean, he had his like Tom Cruise mannerisms down, his voice down. So there was this um, group of guys that are like uh, they're into like film and they do all this stuff and they were like messing around with this deep fake technology. So like, what if we got this Tom Cruise impersonator and we just deep faked Tom Cruise's face on him and made it look like Tom Cruise came to the studio? So that's what they did, dude. When I tell you this, it's the most insane thing ever. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and, and I'll show you, and your mind's gonna be blown. But um, <laughs> I mean, for anybody listening, just like look that up if you're not familiar with what a deep fake is. Um, yeah, it's some mind blowing stuff, dude. Um, and like literally indistinguishable from like reality as far as like just videos uh so like we're kind of already there yeah but then you start adding like for example like Neuralink and like brain-to-brain communication augmented reality i mean we're talking about brain chips imagine getting a chip in your eyes where you could like just see things in reality over like overlaid on bro like just just that 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 technology like you said that you see in movies and show it's like I will never see that. Like it would just never happen, you know. The fact that you can like swipe up in the air and bring up like a whole menu of Dude, things and just like that's now. <laughs> yeah, it, that stuff is very close. I like, mean, it's not like it's accessible to the everyday person just yet, but the technology is there. And yes. as it gets better and better, it'll get cheaper and cheaper until one day yep. it will be available to everybody. Everybody, yeah. And then you'll be the weird guy who doesn't have that if you don't have it. You know what I mean? Um, like, I mean, imagine a person who you meet who doesn't have a smartphone, like. You might not think that they're weird, but it's definitely like that's a very unlikely possibility. Yeah. Um, and you kind of want to know what that guy's story is. Like, dude, like you don't have a smartphone. Like, what's the story there? Um, like, you don't have a Neuralink chip in your brain. Like, yeah, what's the like, story why? there? Like, why? why not? Like, I just learned twenty languages <laughs> while I was talking to you. <laughs> so, like, I mean, ah, dude, like technology is is crazy, man. Um, have you ever um, seen the videos of like the smartphone bracelet? Then you like flip your wrist yeah. and like your whole smartphone shows up on your like forearm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I've can seen still like, the like, like and touch stuff. it and stuff. Yeah. And that like even just stuff like that, it's just I feel like it's so much closer than we think it is. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess it just really depends on on what gets widely adopted versus what doesn't. Um, 
you know, like what form factor. So obviously, for example, like we we all carry the phone around in our yeah. pockets. Once upon a time, phones were flip phones. Yeah. And now they you know the they call the candy bar phones now, where it's just the screen on the front. Um, I mean, who used to say that that one evolved to something else? I mean, now we have the folding phones. Yeah, the yeah, um, <laughs> or like touchscreens. Uh, they have concepts now where like you have a phone and the screen actually rolls out, so you can like pull it apart and the screen gets bigger. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, uh, like talking about like technology, dude. Like, I mean, all this stuff is is just insane. Um, and dude, I don't know. I don't even know what's next. Um, man, AI is next, man. Well, AI, AI is definitely yeah, definitely um, huge. A lot bigger than we think it is. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you know, and and I don't know if in the interview he talked about this, but Elon basically Elon Musk's whole like his whole premise for. Neuralink and his reasoning behind it is uh, because he believes AI is going to get to a point where it like basically supersedes human intelligence yeah. and uh, makes us obsolete. Um, and to kind of stave that off or to basically just avoid that altogether, we're going to need some kind of way to basically meld with technology that keeps us relevant. Yeah. Um, because when AI does get to the point, and I'm so glad you brought this up, <laughs> when AI does get to the point where it's just like, Dude, uh, I mean, it's already kind of there. Um, yeah. You know, like with like uh, Siri or or Alexa, Google or Alexa. It's there. Um, I mean, it's kind of there where you kind of have this little AI assistant in your pocket, and if you have any question, literally any question in the world, you can just ask it, and it'll tell you, or it'll at least point you in the right direction. Um, and kind of random, but on point. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves. So I work obviously uh, at Adidas. So this is customer service, um, and we have sales all the time. So people come in and they're like, hey. Uh, so what is, for example, we've got 40% off the store right now and they'll come in and say, Hey, what's 40% off like $80 or something like that. And they're asking me, like, I'm supposed to tell them off the top of my head, yep. which I mean, yeah, I can, I've worked there long enough to just kind of know, yeah. but it's also like, dude, you have a smartphone in your, you're holding it in your hand as you're talking to yes. me. <laughs> It has a calculator on it. And even if you don't know how to put it, it. Like, if, if you don't even know how to put it in a calculator, you can literally ask your phone what is 40% off of $80 and it will tell you. Yes. In and a matter of seconds. Seconds, literally. doesn't even matter what you have. Google, Alexa, Siri, all of them can do that. And I'm just like... <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Like to me, it's like, okay... Yes, you're coming to me from help, and it's literally my job to help you. Yes. But yeah. the point is, can you not find the answer yourself because it is literally in your hand? Bro? Yes. Like, I don't know. It's just, I, that was, I just kind of went off on a tangent there for a second. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just one of the biggest pet peeves I have with people. It's just like, instead of, instead of looking for the answer themselves or like utilizing the tools that they have readily available to them, they'd rather just ask somebody and be given the answer. Yeah. Which, I mean, technically they can do, but like, why, like, why are you asking me? Dude? Yeah. I don't know. That, that's definitely something I would do. It's like, wait a minute. Because first of all, don't really like talking to people in general. <laughs> like, right. And I know being have worked at Chick Fil A and right. like working with customer service and stuff, it's just like half the time people don't want to be bothered with that stuff. Right. And like you said, I have something in my pocket that can give me the answer probably quicker than them. So right. might as well. It's easily click of a button. Hey, I mean, what's forty percent like, of eighty dollars? I can tell you the answer. I might. It might take me a second or two to put the numbers together. And you know, I'm not dumb. It's just like. Yeah, yeah, you gotta work. Math. You gotta work it it's, out. It's the maths, you know. <laughs> Your phone can tell you in like two seconds. Yes. Dude. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. It's just that's. But anyway, back to AI. <laughs> <laughs> back on the topic of AI. Um, like honestly, dude. So, um, I I don't know if I wrote it in this thing, but there's this thing called. Uh, hold on, let me. My face ID wasn't picking my face up, but uh, it's called Google Duplex. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. Okay, so. 
two two things. So the first thing, Google Duplex is an AI service that Google offers. Um, it doesn't offer it on Android, but it offers it on their like Google, Google phones. phones. Um, and what it does, it gives you access to an AI assistant that can do like specific tasks for you that would normally require a person. And one of the examples in the video that it gave is uh, a chick. She's trying to like uh, book an appointment at a hair studio. So she asked Google, like, hey, uh, what's the nearest hair studio? And it tells her. And then she's like, all right, well, can you book an appointment for Wednesday at 630? And it says, all right. And then what it does, it literally calls. No way. The hair studio. <laughs> no. And it says, hey, my name is so-and-so. I would like to book an appointment for 630 on Wednesday. And then it, it literally talks and communicates back and forth with the person. But, like, the kicker about it is it doesn't sound like a normal, like, like if you say, hey, Siri, and say whatever, you can kind of tell it's a computerized yeah. voice. You cannot tell no, what that That's crazy. And here's the crazy thing, all right? So literally two days ago, I was at work. No, actually, it was like three days ago now. And we get a phone call, um, and it's a representative from Google. And they're like, hey, we're just trying to update uh, Google's databases on your store hours because we know things have been changing. So one of the other employees picked up the phone, and she was like, all right, let me get a manager. So she comes against me, and I pick up the phone. Um, so, yeah, we just want to know, uh, know what your updated store hours are. I said, okay, yeah. So, you know, and I tell them what the store hours are. And I said, all right, so your store hours are this, this, and this. I just want to make sure that is correct. And I said, yes. And I said, all right, have a nice day. And it was once I hung up that I immediately realized that was Google Duplex. That wasn't Whoa, a person. man, no. <laughs> and it was the only reason that I even re remembered, but because it said something, I can't even remember what it was, but it said something a specific way that I remember was in the demo uh, video that okay. I saw. And I was like, dude, what? I just talked to a computer and it sounded just like a person. You didn't even bro. know. Man, that's and crazy. The, even the uh, employee that picked up the phone had no idea when I told her after the fact. She's like, "There's no way that was that that was definitely a person." I said, "No, I'm almost certain that was not a person. That was a Google Duplex." I haven't looked into it, but I'm pretty sure that's the thing. Where they just instead of having a person call a million stores, they just, just have an AI do it. Yep. And all the person has to do is just look over, make sure everything looks good, and hit a button, and it's you know submit it. It's okay. And um, yeah, it's it's crazy. They even have a feature now, and I'm kind of jealous that like. It's on this isn't on all phones. Um, but I don't know if you noticed, but everybody's been getting all those like telemarketing calls recently. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of them. Yep. Um, so what another thing it can do is it can answer calls for you. And what it'll do is when it rings, normally you have the answer button or the mm -hmm. decline button. Well, it'll have a third button and it says have like Google Duplex answer for you. <laughs> so you press the button and a person come on and say, Hey, uh, I'm here representing Hassan and um he would like to know, you know, what's the purpose of your call. And then they'll, you know, whoever's calling will tell them what it is. But the the whole kicker of it is while that phone call is going on, you're getting live transcription of what they're talking about. No way. So you can. So no you can, way. So let's say it's your mom and she's like, yeah, I need to talk to sign. It's an emergency. You can see it. And you're like, oh, OK, let me answer that. No Or way, if it's man. a telemarketer, you can, as you're watching just it, you deny. can just decline and yep. say, OK, I don't want to deal with that. Yep. So it's like, instead of it being like a gamble, like I don't recognize this number. It could be a friend. It could be a telemarketer. Now you can just find out. And I'm like, bro, nah, nah. We need that, man. <laughs> yeah, that needs to be on every phone now. Like, <laughs> like that is. I would do that on people I know just for fun, dude. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, I would literally be like, yo, like Sarah's calling me. <laughs> do Google answer that yep. for me? I, I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> so I don't know, man. That's just insane to me. But um, but yeah, dude. That's. I mean, obviously, this is like this is now. Yeah, it's this is it's happening now, and then. 
within the next few years, it's definitely going to be on every phone. Right. Like Google's going to be like, hey, everybody's going to want this now. Like we have people yeah. on iPhone saying that they want it. So go ahead and I buy mean, it. And like, that's, um, you know, like the thing with the AI. So are you familiar with like the Turing test? Um, no, maybe I'm not sure. Okay. So there's uh, there was this guy, his name was Alan Turing. Uh, I forget, you know, his, you know, when he lived or whatever. But anyway, um, he basically posited that there would uh, he came up with this test and the test, the whole point of the test is to um, determine whether or not a computer can be can trick a person into thinking that it is a human. Um, and so the most basic version of this is like those like chat bots you see mm-hmm. on like like Facebook or like even some like websites where you need to talk to a person. You're actually yeah. talking to like a bot. Um, so the whole purpose of it is could you have a convincing conversation with an AI bot through text where you can't tell the difference like it sounds like they're responding in a you know very human-like manner um and for like generations like people were just like there's no way that like that's like hundreds of years down the line we will that a computer will pass the turing test no that's now dude like when a ai can call you on the phone and sound like a person and have a conversation with you to get information (laughs) and dude like what and it the 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 part that gets me is the fact that it knows how to answer yeah it's not like some some of those bots were like you can tell it's a computer like, because it's just like okay this answer is completely off like, like you can tell somebody was is like wrote out the response to this response yeah and it's not like it's actually responding to what you're saying it's just looking for like things that you're saying and it just has a predetermined response for that thing um, I mean, this is similar, but it's way more sophisticated because like even in the demo, when I'll show you it, it like uh, when it calls and it's trying to make this appointment for like a hair appointment, I think that's what it was. Um, he gives her a time and say, can we do it on this day at this time? And she says, no, actually, we're booked up on that day, um, but we can do it this day. And he's like, OK, let's do you have a time available for that day? So, like, yeah, we can do it this time. He's like, OK, let's do it for that time. And then it relays all the information back to the person to say, OK, well, you have an appointment for this day at this time. And it's just like, dude, like it is literally having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, obviously, like, right now it's like benign things like, you know, answering a call for you or making an appointment for you or finding out the you know store hours of a business or whatever. But like, I mean, imagine in the future where like, I don't know. What if what if an AI could literally just take the voice of a person? That, like that's scary to think of because there is like programs to alter like not alter people's voices, but mimic their voices. Mi- yeah, mimic and um actually not so long ago I heard that there was a certain like branch of scam calling that was going on. Right. And all they needed was a yes from you. Even if you said no, they right. would alter your voice to say yes what? to gather information from you. <laughs> and and it was like a specific number or like the the middle three numbers were like specific. Right. Like if you see this number, just don't, don't even don't even don't even answer it. Like mm. don't even answer it at all. Um, because it could take any little part of your voice and just make that like yes, dude. Um, and I was just like, there's no freaking way. Like that's possible. Like. Cause I, mean, I remember getting that call. I was like, ah, oh, no, yeah, no, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you guys right now. And I hung up and then they were like, yeah, they could potentially take that. <laughs> They've got your voice and make it, make you, make you it's say like yes. In, uh, it's like in mission impossible. Uh, I don't know if you remember those movies where there's like, uh, when they're like trying to take over somebody's persona and they have them like 
they'll call them and all they need is for them to say like talk for a certain amount of time and then just like record their voice and once they get that certain amount of time of their voice they can like yeah. basically recreate it in any way that's um, crazy i don't know if you remember from like a few years ago um it was at i want to say it was at coachella I, actually i think it was at coachella where they had a hologram of tupac yep you remember that yep and it was like like it was a new thing because yes. it was like they weren't using old footage of him. They weren't using anything. They literally recreated Tupac in a hologram mm -hmm. and had him introduce Coachella and he was saying all this stuff. And it's just like like it sounded like him. And then I don't know if you saw that like Kim Kardashian or not Kim, but Kanye West did something for Kim Kardashian yeah. recently where he brought her or he brought her dad back. Um, and had, you know, let her have a conversation with him or whatever. Like just imagine the future. Like let's say you have a, a loved one that passed away and there's like this. This company that offers a service where, like, if you want to have a conversation with your loved one that's passed away, uh, all we need access to is, like, their Facebook profile or something. Yep. And we'll just pull all this information. We'll put together everything. And you can call her and have a conversation. Yeah, with your, that's, your... that's just crazy to think about. It's very, very plausible. It's yeah. very, very plausible to If happen. it doesn't already exist, I'm that sure it's probably... Oh, I just saw a thing the other day. Oh, my God. I'm, this is crazy. Okay, so... Uh, this company came out now, and I think it's free online, and I might mess around with this, where it can take old photographs. And when I say old, I mean like like old photographs, and it can animate them. It'll really? analyze. Um, so the um, like the purpose of it is like face like faces of people. Mm -hmm. um, but it'll take a face of someone in a picture. It'll analyze it, and then it'll predict how that face would smile or blink or like turn, and then it'll like animate the photo for just a few seconds. It's not like a huge thing, but like for example, it could be a picture of like I don't know your great great grandfather, and you'll upload it to this program and analyze this picture, and then he'll like maybe he's looking off in the distance in the photo, but now he'll like turn to look at you or something like just little subtle things. Yeah, and I'm like watching this and. Like, there were some examples that were a little like, okay, yeah, you can tell it's fake. But some of them were like, dude, it looks like this is a recording of, like, whatever happened at the time. And not yeah, that's crazy. Like, just AI is getting insane. So, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think Elon Musk is on to something, bro. Like, I do, too. Especially when it comes to, like, some of the things. If you've listened to him talk about AI, like, some of the things he says, it's just like, wait a minute. And also, <laughs> like, I, I feel like, and obviously there's absolutely nothing to back this up, but, like, I feel like... AI or not AI. I feel like Elon Musk knows something that we don't like. Yeah. I feel like he, I mean, one, he's incredibly smart Two, He's literally like the richest or second richest person in the world. So he has access to just like everything. And I feel like once you get that rich and you get that high up that you just, you start to see things differently, but also you have access to certain things mm -hmm. that like normal people wouldn't. And I don't know, man, maybe he, like maybe there's a company that is working on something or maybe there's like some revolutionary, uh, like, thing that has yet to be revealed and elon musk is like yo the ai revolution is coming and i'm trying to trying to prepare you guys yeah. I'm, just, I'm just telling you like it it's definitely coming and I, i'm pretty sure he he definitely thinks like well it's inevitable like <laughs> i mean he, he knows a lot about ai he talks very highly of ai and it's just I like you said. I think he knows. I think yeah, he knows something. Honestly, he probably knows, knows something. something. I don't know. Maybe probably he know. maybe he went to Area Fifty One and know. he saw the spaceships. And there's an <laughs> AI on the spaceship, and he's just like, which I don't know if we talked about that last time. I don't want to jump into aliens again, but uh, I think I was listening to another podcast, and they just happened to talk about aliens. And something that one of the guys said was like, uh, he found it weird that if these like super advanced, you know. Uh, 
civilizations and they have spaceships and that for some reason they're like crashing all the time. But he's like, what if they're not like, uh, what if they're like drones or something? Or what if there's like an AI component to the spaceship where it's just like once it fulfills its purpose, like they send it, send it to us to collect information. Once it fulfills the purpose, it's just, it's done. And, and it just yeah. falls out of the sky or something. I was like, dude, that, I hadn't thought about that. That that would kind of make a lot of sense in the in the regard that like if we're recovering these things and they're like falling out of the sky, like that would kind of make sense because if there is a little green alien inside of this thing, first of all, where's the bodies? And second of all, it wouldn't have just well, uh, like, that's it. Done. You mean to tell me you can't fly on Earth's atmosphere and but you can travel <laughs> through space yeah. to get here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like come on, dude. Like I don't know. So it's just. But anyway, I don't know. Maybe he knows something that we don't. Yeah, it's true. But uh, stuff is wild, man. Like, have you ever heard of um, Vocaloids? They're like Japanese AI artists. Uh, I may not have heard the term, but I think I know what you're talking about. They, because isn't there like, uh, isn't there like a? I forget the girl's name. It's like the a girl who who's like really popular. She's like a her name one. is Hatsune Miku. Yeah, Hatsune Miku. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's literally just you're the the uh the notes right. of one uh, one person and they hmm. take those notes and they just make whole songs That's out insane. of it and even just that totally kind of ai technology that. it's just it's crazy to think about because it's like wait a minute this is it's actually like a person's voice but they're not singing all they did was say hey like sing like in an a, right. a like an e and a g like they take those like hums from that person's voice and they just make huge songs out of it it's right. kind of it's like crazy. It's like, dang, that's another well, AI advancement. So one, so I totally forgot about forgot about that. Like I knew it existed. Yeah. Um, and I think in Korea they might have a few as well. Um, but something that so you, you said that um, how like they just take a few notes of a person's voice and now they can create entire songs. Um, so my question for the future for and I don't know if anybody has really a sufficient answer um, is well, one privacy. And two, what as technology advances to these insane degrees, what protections are going to be available to people who either don't want to be involved with this stuff or they want to be involved in like a limited capacity? You know what I mean? So, yeah. for example, you think about now, like uh, like your Internet traffic or something, um, how like pretty much the government probably just sees everything. Yep. And you probably don't have a say in it. You might be able to get like a little VPN or like do something to kind of like mask your network traffic. But it's like if somebody sophisticated enough really wanted to figure out where you are, um, they, oh, could. they could. Like, you know about the whole, uh, I forget what they call it. Um, but it was a huge thing on like Twitch where like Twitch streamers would be playing games and it like oh, somebody would. They get swatted. Yeah, swatted. Right, yep. swatting. Where they would, somebody would fill, figure out their IP address. And because they have the IP address, figure out literally where they live, yep. what house they are, and call the SWAT team on them, on them get the bogus claim. Drug and light. then, yeah, like there's a huge drug thing going on here. And they'll just kick in the door and bomb versus this kid who's playing video games on yep. a Twitch stream. And all because somebody was able to find out an IP address. Yes, dude. that's... <laughs> somebody with malicious intent was able to do, do this. And it's like, just imagine, like, that's just a web address for your computer. Imagine if somebody has like the IP address for your Neuralink chip in your brain, dude. Yeah. Or like, who knows what else? Like, just like I don't know, man. But like, that's a, that's another scary thing with Neuralink. It's like put this in a bad person's head, and you're gonna give them endless uh, possibilities. Like, I mean, because like, how can you limit? Like, once you make this widely available to everyone, and I mean, he's talking about having this be like he's got a thought to like, so it'll be just like a one-hour procedure. You 
hop in, a whole robot plugs into your brain and you're on your way. And literally within like a couple hours, you're good to go. It's healed up and everything's perfect. And it's like, it's going to be super easy to get. So people are definitely going to get it. But yeah. like, like you said, like what if this ends up in the hands of the wrong person? Like what if somebody gets this implanted, has the app on their phone, they like back engineer this app and they figure out like, oh, I can do brain to brain communication, but I can also send programs to another person's brain. And like, hey, I want you to, you know, I want you to drive your car into a wall or yep. something. Like, dude, like, so, like, what protections are going to be in place? Like, is there going to be, like, a hardware switch? Like, is there going to be, like, a thing you could plug in your head that just shuts everything off, like, hardware? So, like, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, with AI being so advanced, you know, maybe detectable software that's saying, like, hey, this is this isn't part of our program. Like, right. <laughs> like even, like, let, let the user know, like, hey, like malware has been detected right. within your neural link like something example, something's up and like uh and like fighter jets so they're like uh their warning systems which are largely controlled by like i guess you could say an ai, AI yeah. um where if it's so basically what it'll do is it's basically sending out all this information and looking to see what comes back and yes that's how it can tell what's around it yep. but even if for example it's being jammed so like if I'm trying to figure out where you are and I'm sending out a radar signal and you're jamming me, I may not be able to tell where you are, but I can tell that I'm being jammed, jammed. and I can tell that like, okay, this is probably a malicious intent. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's going to be like some need for like, I would say built in, maybe even like a hardware like thing built into where like it's this super advanced like error detection or yeah, yeah. interference detection thing because like. I mean, you're talking about like curing blindness and and depression and all these different things. What if somebody says blind this person? Yeah. And now you can't see. Like, have you seen? Uh, this is super random, but kind of on point. Have you seen uh, Black Mirror on Netflix? I've seen some oh, episodes dude. of Black Mirror. Okay. Yeah. Highly recommend you watch all of it. It is. It can be a little rough to get through, like the first couple episodes, but extremely, extremely like highly recommend. But there's an episode where um, everybody essentially has these like chips in their brains, um, and this. To kind of sum up the whole premise of this episode, this guy has a falling out with his, uh, I think, fiance at the time or whatever. And she like basically gets like a restraining order put on him. But in this future world, this restraining order. Oh, no, she blocks him, which like in our world, blocking somebody is just like if they call me, it doesn't go through or something. Well, in this episode, when she blocks him, it literally like if he is in her field of view she sees like a silhouette of who he is. She doesn't actually what? see him. And if he tries to talk to her, his voice is muffled so that she doesn't hear any of his words. So she can essentially block someone from her life completely. And you, as being the person who's blocked, has no control over that. Like if she blocked you, then you're blocked. And I think it got to a point where he like got ostracized by society where like everyone had him blocked. Oh man. And so he couldn't communicate with anyone. Nobody could see him. And uh, it was all built into these chips in their brains. And so they just going about their day, minding their own business. And this dude is just literally like, and it's just insane. But like, that could be a future where you're just like, yeah. like, hey, uh, my neighbor who is an asshole, um, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to deal with him anymore. I don't want to deal with him anymore. Block him. And now you don't even have to see his face ever. And, and I could have used that technology right now, honestly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, pretty sure a lot of people would, dude. Um, but. Yeah, dude. Black Mirror, a lot of those episodes are just so... Like, yeah, I've heard they're out of, like, off the eerily, wall. Eerily on point, because, like, you're watching them, like, oh, this will never happen. does. Bruh, this probably going to happen in the next few years. Yeah, type I thing. mean, like, they even have the one episode, and this is, like, one of their better episodes. They have a lot of good episodes, but um, 
there's like the social rating system that I've governs seen that one. society. I've yeah. seen that episode. And they have it in China now yeah. as a thing that's a part of their society. And uh, I mean, dude, what? <laughs> there's actually an anime called Psychopaths that's like that. I'm, I haven't watched it, but I'm familiar with it. Um, it has a criminal rating system in the people's minds. So if they have malicious thoughts, oh, God. it notifies the police saying, hey, these this the cycle rating on this person has gone up to like three right. and like five being the max. It's like they, actually that's insane. They have, they're having these thoughts and it's like the first episode is like, this guy has like a four. He's like, and it knows it's like, he's planning to rape somebody. Right. So they're going out like looking for this guy. They have like a general location. Cause right. he's got, they, everybody's got like chip, chip type things in, in right. them. So like they're going up and they're just like, Oh, it, this is the one and their weapons like read, the guy and the only way the safety comes off is if their cycle levels three or above uh, and what it does is just like deletes them from society like right. they're just gone what yeah super crazy and it's just i mean crazy anime, so i'm not surprised <laughs> yeah but the fact but that like the technology is just like yeah and then like getting to that point they just have like these robots going around they would like randomly stop people hey oh, that's like, let me see um, your cycle level and like a minority report, you remember yeah. that movie from yep. back in the day? I mean, that one is dealing with like predicting crimes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you think about it, if you got chips in everybody's heads, who's to say that the government is like, okay, well, everybody has chips in their head, so we need access to this information. Yep. So that if anybody's thinking about committing a crime, we can apprehend that person yeah. and maybe hopefully get them help instead of like, oh, we're just going to throw them in a yeah. cell or delete them from existence. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but who's to say that won't become a thing? I mean, yeah, already, uh, I don't know, like... There was this huge thing a couple of years ago where um, I, I cannot remember the specifics of the case, but there was a guy who committed this like act of terrorism, I believe, and um, they wanted access to his iPhone. And because of Apple's encryption on his iPhone, the authorities could not crack it. Oh, so they yeah. basically uh, went to Apple and said, hey, like we need you to give us access to this iPhone. And Apple was basically like, we actually don't have a way to enter the <laughs> iPhone because we built the encryption as a way to protect people's information. Yeah. We don't want you, like, if they don't want you to have access to it, we don't want you to act, um, have access to it. Um, later on, it came out that like Apple actually does have a way to encrypt it, but apparently this other company was able to create a way to break into the encryption of the iPhone and get whatever information they needed. But it was this huge thing about like privacy and yeah, like, I remember, whether or not I remember the this, government yeah. uh, should have access or should have, they say, like uh, keys to like backdoor ways into people's phones and computers and stuff like that so in instances of like major crimes or like acts of terrorism the authorities can figure out the information that they need and like like i'm kind of torn because on one hand it's like that makes a lot of sense and you wouldn't want like a major piece of information that could solve like a crime or something to not like for them to not have access to it because they can't break into a dude's iphone you know what i mean but on the other hand it's like if they get access to that person's iphone who's to say that they won't use that for just like everything Anything, now. yep. Um, yep. And because, you know, one of the things, and this is not to get political, but it's like once once you grant a government particular powers, it's extremely difficult to take those powers away yep. again. So it's mm-hmm. like once you open that door, there's no closing it. Like there is no going back. So, um, yeah, dude, I mean, that's just, that's insane, man. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, like <laughs> we're already losing our minds with like social media, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Like, people don't know how to handle that. And talking about cancel culture, imagine cancel culture with, like, chips and brains and you could block people from view and just, like, dude, that... I, I, I generally feel like we just wouldn't know what to do with the technology. I, I, I feel like it's, adva- it's advancing way too fast beyond our comprehension. And 
Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of scary to even think about it. like cuz like man, all right, so when smartphones became a thing, they were hard to tackle at first. So like yeah. imagine like in the next 10 years, you know, Elon's like, "Hey, Neuralink is here." Like, right. who wants to try it? And people are starting to try and they're just like, "I don't know what to do with all this information." Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to I mean, it's it's a lot, but it's like I don't know, dude. There's there's also like no slowing it, you know. It's like yeah, that this is, true. is happening whether we want to eat. Like, I feel like even if the world came together and was like, nah, we don't want this to happen, dude. Ed the, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be yep. there's gonna be some other Elon Musk out there that's just like, I'm too smart, I gotta put my mind on something, yep. and I'm gonna do this thing. Um, so like I don't know, man. It's like there's this um Joe Rogan talks about this a couple times. He has this theory that like uh well, I kind of have a theory, but it's like I took a little bit of what he said. And basically he was he was saying that, like, if you look at your stereotypical alien and bring aliens up again, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> <laughs> should make this like a drinking game. But anyway, <laughs> but um, but if you look at the stereotypical alien, you've got this like genderless, small bodied, muscleless, big brained, you know, like creature Mm -hmm. and obviously to us that's like an alien you know thing but it's like just imagine like hundreds of years from now where people don't need to work out or do anything because they have robots and computers that do everything for them uh they have chips in their brains so they can just communicate basically telepathically so they don't have to talk um so and you know it may even get to a point where like we might not even need to reproduce we'll just make new people like we'll just create a uh you know a, a chamber a device that like just makes babies yep. and like that could be our future dude like aliens might not even be aliens it might just be time traveling humans from like a thousand yeah. years in the future yep I, like uh, what <laughs> <laughs> and honestly i think that's all you can you can say about that it's just man like there's just so many opportunities and technology is just booming and like you said, there's just no stopping it. There really yeah, isn't. Man. It's just like, just hold on, dude, and hope that, you know, uh, throughout our lifetime that, like, nothing super crazy happens. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next 10 years. Like you said, I do think we are definitely due for some kind of, like, technology advance. All I advanced. hope is that Neuralink is good enough when I'm, like, 80 years old that I can get a chip on my brain and, like, whatever new technology, I'll be able to download a program and, like, that allows me to know how to yep. use it. Because, like, I just don't want to be an old person with all this new technology. It's just like, dude, I don't even know. Yeah, how imagine to, seven, like, the people that are, like, 70 yeah, now, they're, dude. like, looking at their smartphone still, like, I just too much. don't know. It's too much going on. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, like, I guess that would be a huge, that would be a huge thing, too, for, like, you know, the elderly to be able to just, like, get some of their faculties about, like, maybe help with their memory yeah. or... Like, imagine being able to cure, like, dementia or, like, Alzheimer's or something like that. Um, God, dude, I don't know, man. This is uh, some crazy stuff. But that's the future, bro. Yeah. Or not even the future, bro. That's now. Yeah, that is now. <laughs> I mean, the future used to be 50, 100 years in the future. Now we're talking about 10, 15 years from now. And it, it it's crazy that you say because I have a friend that's, like, that's just been his saying lately. He's like, man, the future is now, man. The future is now. It's like, even when it comes to, like... The fact that the other day he really 
honed down on the fact that he can look up a vi- video on YouTube on his phone and cast it to his TV. And he's yes, just like, oh, this, dude. Is, this is just so crazy. He's I like, mean, we <laughs> take these things for granted, especially <laughs> kids who are like born in this age. You know what I mean? Like, man, they're so technology, like technologically advanced. It's crazy. It really is. Like I have a one year old. I give her my phone and I swear she finds whatever she wants to on YouTube. Automatically. Like, and like she knows, she just knows where to go, dude, knows I how to search. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, dude. But like, you know, that's a good point that you raised because it's like kids and technology like well one obviously it's it's there's a huge incentive to make technology accessible to like the majority of people which yeah. means it has to be something that's extremely intuitive yes which means you can almost gauge how successful a piece of technology is by how well it takes a, like how easy it is for a kid to pick yep. it up and so like when you look at a smartphone or like a ipad or a video game or something like that and you give it to a kid and they just pick it up like that is like yo what? Yes, it, she like, she knows how to do the unlocking process. She knows right. to swipe up on the screen. I've seen her do it, and she knows how to touch the buttons. Whether she yeah, doesn't know my man. password, right? But you can see her like going like She's seven, like, oh, six. I, I feel like you press zero. zero sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but you could see her like right. hitting the buttons. I'm like, yo, that this is crazy. Like this is wild, dude. And like, I mean, every generation is just gonna they're just gonna be more and more like in tune with technology yep. until like. I mean, imagine the kids, imagine the kids born 50 years from now. Yes. Like not the adults or not us. Imagine the kids born 50 years from now, like the world that they're going to inherit and the technology that's going to be available to them, dude. I mean, you know, like with the pandemic, uh, you know, everything basically went virtual. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and like, thank God we have all of the technologies available to us to make that possible. Like you get set at home and still learn mm-hmm. and still talk to your teacher and have your coursework and do all the stuff that you need to do. Um, but heck, that might just be the future. Like yeah. you might not have to leave your room. You put on a headset and now you're in a virtual classroom and yep. you get to see all your classmates and everything, but you don't even have to leave your house if you don't want to, yep. which, you know, I feel bad for, you know, just, just like social interactions for kids. Um, cause you know, I don't know how that's gonna, like how that's going to evolve. But I mean, I don't know, dude, like that's, that's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> something is. I think about all the time. So we have, a. Uh, uh, one of our neighbors a couple doors down their kids are always outside playing um but outside of them i don't remember the last time i actually saw a kid outside playing dude <laughs> like yeah every, I, I mean if you go past like a park or something like maybe but like i'm talking about just like in neighborhoods like yeah growing up that was just like dude you come home from school you do your homework you go outside and play yep then come in home when the street lights are on <laughs> like that was the thing going through my neighborhood it's like you don't really ever see kids like yeah. maybe like one or two but like right. When, like you said, when we were younger, like we used to squat up, Dude, like ten yes. of us, like let's go skateboarding, let's yeah, go ride bikes, let's go ride let's our bikes, go man, like hang out, hang out, let's go explore gotta, the the woods, yeah, like, just Dude, go like, do something, like. Yeah, man. Like I just like I spent my entire childhood outside, dude, yep. all the time. Me I was too. I was like never in the house. Like I was in school, I would be at home to do my homework, and then I would outside. go outside and play. Yep. Uh, come in with the street lights on, eat dinner, go to bed, yep. and do the same thing the next day. And on weekends was great because you had your cartoons and Saturday yep. mornings, yep. <laughs> and, and all your friends were home, and you go outside and play. And like so, but like now it's just like no, nah, let's playing is let's get on Call of Duty and mm-hmm. put the headset on, and and we could like you know maybe have uh you know just like. Uh, FaceTime up or something like that so we can see each other but that's really it and yeah. outside of like school you know like they're not really doing anything outside of that so as far as like like how our society is going to advance socially um, with technology that'll be interesting to see yeah really I to see. do think that it's going to definitely take the virtual path um, and kind of blame the pandemic for it uh, 
because it kind of became a normality at that point yeah. where everything was just virtual. Even a lot more people yeah. are just like FaceTiming now and just, you know, that's what they're doing to get their dose of human interaction. Right. And um, one thing me and my friend actually like talked about on our podcast um, was the fact that humans need like interaction with each other. And the fact yeah. that like we're, we can get that interaction through virtual forms right. and, Sometimes people like you could just hear like, man, I just want to go out and do something. Like I need to go yeah. out and do something. Whether it's just going to go grab a drink. Like Dude, I get that way all the time. I hate sitting in a house. Yeah, do it. There, like, there was like a good like two or three weeks where I did not find myself going to hang out with people. That's because people just didn't want to. They were still afraid. Like yeah, oh uh, yeah, and yeah, of course, of course, and um, for sure. Like not too long ago, like actually, actually, like yesterday, I went and I went and hung out with my friend last night. Like after work, I was like, "Yeah, I need to go chill, man." Right, He's like, right, yeah, right. "Just come over, bro. Like we'll, we'll chill, just like watch some TV and stuff." And right. even that, just a little bit of like human interaction, bro, it's like, it's oh, "Okay, good." Man. Like cabin fever's gone. Like <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I go right. to work every day, pretty much. But like but at the same time, the same it's, it's not thing, the same. Man. It's not the same. Like, like like necessary human interaction is not the same as voluntary human interaction. Yeah, you know, it's like you need that voluntarily. All like that's a huge thing, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, even just like for mental health and, you know, um, just like growth and development as a human being, just being able to to know how to talk to somebody, know how to conversate with somebody, mm -hmm. knowing how to interact with people. Um, I mean, that's a huge thing. And like social media, uh, not a fan, but, you know, not to decry social media. It's just it makes it extremely difficult to have genuine interaction with. Yeah. It, with like anybody. Mm -hmm. um, and you put into like you add to that like maybe somebody who's not from the same area you area you are or may not speak the same language you are now you have those barriers in addition to the barrier of you're not even in front of each other having a conversation so you can't see each other's facial expressions you can't really have that deeper connection yeah and i mean no wonder that cancel culture is as bad as it is and now people are losing their freaking minds over the littlest things of social media <laughs> i mean we've all been freaking quarantined in our houses for over a year um and yeah, dude, it's just like a perfect storm of like just all the worst things. Yep. And um, I mean, yes, you know, technology was there immediately to kind of pick up the slack and say, hey, well, you can still do all the things you really need to do. You can see your people, you know, you can talk to them, you can still go to school. Um, but overall, just like that loss of human interaction is like, uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, it's sad, but it'll be interesting to see how, like how that develops going forward. Like, you know. I remember a couple of years ago, um, Google was doing one of their like yearly, uh, like yearly presentations where they just talk about all the stuff they're working on and releasing for the year. Mm -hmm. And one of their big uh, pushes was that they wanted to, they wanted technology, especially like AI, um, to get so good that you didn't need technology. Uh -huh. um, and it was a really, really cool concept. But basically, the point of it is, it's like you want your phone and the technology around you to do as much of the things that you don't necessarily want to do. So you have more time to spend with like your friends and your family and your kids. Um, for example, instead of like going on your phone and trying to book an appointment and an app for whatever, um, you could just ask Google to do it. Like yeah. hey, Google, just book an appointment, hair appointment. And now you can, you know, deal with, you know, keep hanging out with your friends or whatever, yeah. or, you know, ordering food, like, Hey Google, order some food or something. You know what I mean? Just like those little things. And, and, and that perspective on it, I really liked, I was like, that makes a lot of sense if the aim of technology is not to replace like human interaction, but to almost like, like, uh, I don't know the word, um, like support it yeah. and just kind of like make it better because you're spending less time on your computer and less time on your phone and more time interacting with individuals. 
The only downside is that in order for that to be successful, we would have to like TikTok and uh, like and and YouTube and all these things would have to just be like non-existent. Yeah. Because as long as there is that, you know, that uh, that level of entertainment on our phones and stuff like that, people are always going to be like, I mean, I have, you know, I have friends who like will go to hang out and uh, or they'll come over to hang out. And the first 20, 30 minutes of them being around, they're on TikTok or yeah. they're just on their phone. Like we're sitting in the same room together. <laughs> like, I mean, but that's that's how it is. And it's just like that's becoming more and more of the norm or even like driving, which I, you know. It's crazy that uh, people don't realize how important it is. It's just like if you're driving, just let that be driving. Don't yeah. use your phone. Yeah. But we're just so hung up. I see all the time and it's the biggest pet peeve. It is, I yeah, even have to catch myself too. sometimes yep. because it's, it's just so easy to just pick up your phone while you're sitting at a stoplight or something and get out that quick text and now the light turned green and you haven't finished your text you're going to keep driving and now you want to change the song or like yeah. somebody sent you a tiktok and watch real quick and i'm like it like is that what we're coming i mean yeah it would be cool to have cars that can drive themselves so that kind of solves that problem yeah but now you're just kind of like you're allowing us to be even more distracted so it'll be interesting to see how things develop to where it's like as technology advances, there's more opportunity for distractions, but there's also more opportunities for like those distractions to be taken away. So we'll see, like, I don't know, I guess we'll see which side prevails. Like, yeah, do we add more distractions <laughs> or do we take them away? <laughs> I so know. I don't yeah. know, man. But uh, that's all I've got. <laughs> we covered a lot of bases. Yeah, we did. Anything Definitely else did. you wanted to, um, you had in your mind or anything? Uh, not, no, not really. Other than the fact that this is actually it's happening like you said, we've been saying the whole time but yeah dude just um pay attention man like like last year a lot of little things went under the radar just because of you know everything that was going on yeah but i just just like pay attention to the news um i would always say you know uh like you know i follow all these like tech channels and stuff like that so i always try to stay in the know but like i mean if it's something that you're genuinely interested um i mean there's a lot of ways to just keep up with what's going on um because things are moving very quickly yeah um that is for sure so you know but uh, Melvin, dude, thank you yeah. again. That was a great yeah. conversation. Uh, hopefully, we'll do this again soon. Yes, I love love doing it. Him. Yeah, man. And uh, you know, once again, if anybody who is listening wants to be on the pack podcast, please just like reach out. Let me know. Um, I'm trying to do these as often as possible. And as I get better with this whole process and and the editing and all that kind of stuff, you know, it'll sound better. The presentation will be better, and then hopefully, we can get even you know have even better conversations and whatnot. So, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, hope everyone has a good one.